Welcome to the Joey Talks with People podcast. Who am I? I'm Joey. I'm a nobody. In this podcast, I interview my friends and acquaintances that may be regular people. I hope you enjoy and check out our show's Facebook page for when the next episode will be out. Facebook.com slash Joey Talks with People. All one word. I hope you enjoy. I have plenty of space on there. You're sure. Okay. So, you ready to do this? I'm ready for it. sure? I'm positive. You're positive? Got your beer? I got my beer. Okay. <sighs> All right. Name. Scott Crumb. Cool. Tell me a little bit about yourself. What makes you, you? What makes me, me? Yeah, never really thought about that before. Nobody's ever really asked, asked me that question. I, you know, just that's why I ask these questions. Like yeah, this. <laughs> just I don't know, just regular old guy. Regular nothing, guy. Nothing. As I sit in a room full of guitars and music <laughs> equipment, they're basses. Oh, see bass. See, look at you. Um, no, I mean it's I. I have never really looked at myself as something that just really stood out. You know, it was always kind of guy sat at the back of the crowd, kind of. I can relate. Watch everything that goes on, interject when. And start the chaos when you need to. Yeah, and then leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, never leave. Get, get run <laughs> off. Yeah, get chased away. Leave, it's time for you to go, Crumb. You're stupid. <laughs> but yeah, I was just one of those guys that I was just, when I moved here in 77, I was never one of the crowd. Brand new guy, 15 years old in Tyler, Texas, and, and just started to fit in. So, yeah, I was not academically of a strong, so I fell in with the, me either. All my choir buddies, <laughs> and still my friends to this day. Okay, do you remember how and when we met? I was, it, yeah, it was at uh, Kiss Am. I remember, oh, what was her name? It was. There before you came, I can't even remember her name now. Tiffany. Tiffany. Yeah, yeah Tiffany so, left, and I went, "Wow, Tiffany's gone. Who's this dude?" So for the uninitiated, Kissam is one of the schools at Chapel Hill ISD. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. Uh-huh. And I just can't remember. I guess I just just said, "Hey, hey, what's yeah. up?" Hey, like, oh, and then you sure, sure, cool, sure. often did your thing, and then I think randomly I just came to annoy you to see who you are and what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and then never left. Yeah. And that was it. Sitting in my office working on... Yeah, working. On edge of four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah, it. That's it. Um, so. No, I think that's how... I just kind of... Hey, yeah. what's up? What's going on? Yeah, that's... What from there? Typical. Yeah, <laughs> For me, anyways. Yeah. All right, so. We went back a little ways. We're going to go back a little bit further. Okay. What is the first thing that you... Remember, pretty good. Like, yeah, first thing. Like, first thing that I remember pretty good. Yeah, music. Music. You remember as a child listening to music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because my mom was a piano player, pianist. She played organ at church. Um, There was always some kind of music going. She indoctrinated me on musicals, singing in the rain. Uh, that's the first one that jumps out in my head. But uh, there was always music. She was playing the piano. The radio was on. 
and my brother was a piano player, musician as well, and uh, yeah, that's so yeah, music, yeah, music. All right, yeah, works for me. All right, so when's the first time you remember getting in trouble? Like trouble, not just like <laughs> don't do it again. <laughs> Okay, how much time you got? It, I can't tell you really how old it was. That's fine. But it was a Saturday evening. Okay, a Saturday Pacific. evening. It was springish because I remember it was warm outside. I was riding my bicycle, and there was a particular street that I was not supposed to go on because too much traffic. Well, I'd gone to the end of my street, and I thought I want to go to this street that runs parallel, but I have to go on McGee. Which I was not allowed on McGee. When I went on McGee, found this aerosol can of this tar that you spray around the base of tree trunks. Yeah. Found it. Oh, this is cool. All the way down the street behind us, come up the alley. And I'm reading this thing. I'm spraying it. There's a garage that was actually the backyard border from this one particular house. So I'm spraying on it, you know. Mm. I wasn't even spraying anything particular. I, golly, I had to be first grade. And um, so that would have been 68-ish. Six. I'd say you would also have been 6-ish first grade. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so anyway, I sprayed on there. And I got to read the back of the can and it says, Do not puncture or incinerate. And I went, I wonder why. So, there was a board laying there on the ground, a bunch of nails in it, and I picked that can up, and I didn't have a way to incinerate it, so I thought, I'll puncture it. Oh, so, I threw it down on that board and missed the nail. It was God's way of saying, don't do that again. Right. So, but I didn't listen. Of course not. So, I picked it up again, and I threw it down on it, and I hit dead center the side of the can. That can shot up and started spinning around in circles, but it didn't come off the nail, so all that junk that was in it started spraying all over the place. Well, instead of running away from it, I had to go to the other end of the alley where my bike was and I ran right through it. So I'm wearing these really, really nice green and white plaid jeans. They were really nice. In 68, they were, they were hip, dude. <laughs> oh, hey. Anyway, so I got that crap all over me. And uh, went riding home. Mom and Dad were on their way out. They were going to, with their group of friends. And uh, Dad's down on the front porch looking for me, and I pull up, and I'm covered in this stuff, this black tar. And I get up to the porch, and he looks, where you been? And I start bawling. <laughs> what have you got all over you? Some big kid sprayed me. Insta-kills. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some big, he waved me, big kid. Where were you? Well, so again, I said I was in a place where I wasn't supposed to be. So to make the long story even shorter, my dad said, he didn't spite me. Dad never spite me. He just had to give you that look. Yeah, the fear and of God the, look. The look of disappointment was worse than the physical pain of being spiked. That, that, to me. me too, yeah. Um, so anyway, my father, in all his infinite wisdom, he and my mom went off to their thing, and he put me in the garage with a dirty rag and a can of gasoline. Get that stuff out of those pants. <laughs> My wife says, You were held? Six. 
can of gasoline and a dirty rag in the backyard scrubbing those jeans. And that was, and then first grade every day in first grade since up to third grade, I was in the principal's office. So I was, wasn't it? was mischievous. I wasn't a troublemaker, just mischievous. Okay. Yeah. I got another first for you. Okay. Now, previous episode, oh, Dieter said the right and correct lie. <laughs> first love. First love. He on Mac was like, oh, my wife, which is bold-faced lie. Well, you think about that. Yeah, my wife is my current love. She's the first thing that I think about every day. But the first thing, again. Slick. Slick. Is no really? I love my I love my wife dearly. Um, is music? Because that's that's like I said, it's my first real memory. And tying it back into the other question. Good job. Just music. Yeah. What was that again? I was asking you what your first love was. Oh. And you tell me music, and I said, oh well, you did good. You tied it back into your the other question. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's a picture of me somewhere around here sitting on the corner of my bed. And I've got the album. I still have the the album. We had a, uh, this, it was real high fidelity. It was a Montgomery Ward's airline record player that had detachable speakers on these plastic cases. And they were, I don't know, they were four or six inch, probably four inch speakers inside these cases. It sounded horrible. You had all of four watts pumping through these speakers. Ooh. But uh, the Grand Funk Closer to Home album, which I still have that album in a stack over there somewhere. And uh, matter of fact, I shouldn't be able to put my hand on it because I play it all the time. But I'm sitting on the, let's say I was destined to be a drummer, but I had, that time, been sitting on the corner of the bed. Mom took a picture of me sitting on the corner of the bed, listening to that record, and I'm doing my best Don Burr. <laughs> I've got a trash can, it's my hi-hat, and I've got the... Um, that's something else I'm beating on. Plus, the corner of the bed is my snare drum. And, and I'm playing along with Don Brewer, man. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to find that song on YouTube, and I'm going to link it on the Facebook page. So that way people can hear this well, song. Okay, now, that being said, Closer to Home was the name of the album. Uh, oh. The first, also, the first song on the album was the one that really, really sticks in my head, which is Sam's yeah. a Good Man's Brother. Gotcha. It's got... The, Killer intro, and it kicks right into this. I mean, it just sets the tone for Grandfather over it. Definitely going to put that on the, the Facebook page. Yeah. Okay. We're going to go forward a little bit in the timeline from first love to first actual 100% on your own adventure after high school. First... After high school. Adventure after high school. First adventure after high school. Well, let's see. I would say the first adventure I had was the first time I moved out. Because I moved out a couple times. <laughs> but I was working for Kitty Shoes. I had a great career as a, as a Kitty Shoes salesman. It's actually a pretty good company to work for. Um and I was moving up in the ranks, and the district manager, Mike Marchetti was his name. Mike Marchetti. Mike Marchetti. 
Hmm. Decided I was going to go into the manager training program and moved me to Shreveport, Louisiana to start. Right. It got me out of my original store, moved into a new store, trained with, with that time. The guy's name was O.L. Hutchinson. He was like the shoe god. He worked at Greens Point Mall in Houston. That was the training store, Greens Point Mall. And we had a weekly flyer came out of the previous week's. Shoe God. I don't know why. That sticks in my head. But anyway, keep going. Shoe God. Yeah, well, yeah, me and, uh, what was it, Married with Children? What was his character's name? Al Bundy. Yeah, Al Bundy. He and I got a lot in common because I sucked at football. Too. Actually, didn't <laughs> suck at football. I just didn't get to play much. Anyways, um, the flyer. So, so the flyer came out and it stated everybody's sales from the previous week. Now, this guy that I went to work for in Shreveport, I'm telling you, this dude was a god because... In one week, you're looking at an average price of shoes at about seventeen to eighteen dollars. We move into boots, which were, you know, work boots and yeah. some of the higher dress shoes. And in a week, the guy was doing thirty thousand dollars in shoes, shoes, socks, accessories. Yeah, the guy was killing it. I mean, I get to go to work for A.L. Hutchinson, O.L. Hutchinson, excuse me. And O.L. was a great guy. He was. He was a great guy. He wasn't a manager or a manager trainer. I moved in with two guys who were managers of other, two other stores, one in Bossier City, Mall St. Vincent, was in Shreveport, and the new Pierre Bossier Mall in Bossier City. And those two guys, Larry Thompson and Tom Mahan, were my roommates. St. Cloud, Minnesota, and one of the other ones from South Dakota, Preacher's Son, Lutheran Preacher's Son from South Dakota. Were my roommates? They were wild. They were wild. They were wild guys. <laughs> Preacher's son or daughter usually is the mm. the more so. wild ones. Yeah, but they were great guys to live with. That was my first really, I guess, adventure because I was out of the house. I was out from underneath my parents' wing, um, and was able to kind of you know do whatever I wanted to do. Shreveport was a cool town at the time because the casinos weren't there, so we would go down to. The square in Shreveport. And within two blocks, there were 40 bars. Live music every single night. Here we go with music again. Yeah. And um, you get there at 9 o'clock, they start charging cover charge. So you can go to all the bars, see who was playing. Right. Didn't like it, pour your beer in a plastic cup and leave. And then you'd wander, because it came underneath the Texas Street Bridge and down into Spring Street, where... Um, I guess it was City Square down there. And then we walked across every now and to the brokerage house, which was the biker bar. Those guys were fun. <laughs> <laughs> but I was 19. Yeah. One of three Corvettes in Shreveport, Louisiana. So, yeah, I was getting a lot of attention. Yeah. <laughs> just, just a little. Yeah, it was fun. No, that was a great adventure. And then I got moved to Palestine, Texas, which was the anti-adventure. The anti-adventure. Yeah. It's close enough to home that I could come home. The black hole of adventure. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, most definitely. All right. So what is currently on your mind slash what's your to-do list? Well, to-do list is always travel. That's always on top. Uh... I don't know. To-do list is kind of one of those, What's what are we going to do Saturday morning? I don't know. We'll decide Saturday morning. 
Right. It's always kind of a wing it kind of thing. We, If we go on a trip, of course, we plan it out six months in advance for one of our trip trips. But Yeah, you know me, I can't leave Tyler without planning 17 stops that may or may not happen. <laughs> yeah, well, I, you know, when I travel, like, in Texas, never on the interstates. Because I, I can't yeah. see Because you don't see anything on the interstate. True. And then uh, we'll be driving along, and I'm like, ah, wonder where this road goes. We're off. Yeah. I've wound up literally in the middle of cotton patches outside of Georgetown, Texas, in a cotton patch. Because we wanted to go to this little historical spot. Well, you're not going to turn around and go backwards. You've been there. Yeah. Let's keep going straight. And it, it literally, a gravel road through Sky's Cotton Patch, which was a road road. It wasn't, so I, that's, so traveling, yeah, this is my next big adventure. I'd like to get to Europe again, but who knows if that's going to happen. Yeah. So, with that, that was your to-do list. What's on your mind? Like, what's, what's the thing that's, that's on your mind this week? I think this is on my mind this week. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. No, no, really just nothing. I mean, I'm just like I said. Get to the beginning of the week, get to the end of the week, start over. Yeah, you know, yeah. work and what comes after work and in between is is just kind of wing it. When it comes up, pops up, sounds good. That's okay. what we're going to do. Thinking about things that pop up and happen, what's your biggest fear? What's my biggest fear? Being alone. Yeah. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be lonely. I don't mind being alone. I don't want to be lonely. Definitely not an introvert. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, introverted extrovert. In between. I'm going to be an extrovert on my terms. Right. You know, if I'm going to go to a party, it's like, if, if you invite me to a party... And there's folks there that I don't know. I'm going to feel the crowd out. And then I'm going to find the two or three people I want to hang out with. Right. And then and then they're going to go, Good God, get this guy away from me. He won't shut up. <laughs> Scott, go over there and talk to them. I don't know them. Go introduce yourself and talk to them. <laughs> and then, then they'll want me to run off to in late day. But, yeah, if... Lisa says, well, I'm going to take Mom to Fort Worth. It's a couple of years ago. I'll take Mom to Fort Worth. Just got Netflix. Oh, my God. We've moved into the 21st century with Netflix. Netflix. And my Xbox. Oh, this is going to be great. My wife's going to be gone for three days. I'm going to play Netflix or play Xbox and watch Netflix and drink some beer. And by 10 o'clock Saturday morning, I was bored. <laughs> this isn't any fun. Day two. <laughs> bored. <laughs> Yeah, day two. What am I going to do next? So that definitely was not a dream then. No. No. So speaking of dreams. Yeah? What's your dream? What's the thing that you want to do? You already do? You I already know. Do that, that. That's it, man. He points to a Rickenbacker base. 4003. Um, <laughs> no, nah, that's that's always been my dream. So you, just, you would just like to just do music and that's it? Yeah. Yeah. If you... You know, I played in a couple bands, and they're mostly cover bands. One guy was played, we did about 50 50 original music to cover, which was pretty good. Uh, enjoyed doing that. 
But even, you know, playing in the cover band, I had that swing band thing come up a couple months ago. Yeah. Holy cow, that was hard. I had read music in... What year is this? It's been 45 years since I've read music. We just went through the worst year, 2020. You can't remember what year it is. Come on, Scott. It wasn't the worst year for me. Well, as a whole, 2020 wasn't that great for everybody. No, it wasn't horrible. This was 2019, because that's when you got the COVID. Yeah, I got the COVID early. (laughs) Before it was called COVID. Yeah, yeah. It was called a really bad flu. Yeah, either that or a respiratory infection. Yeah. Yeah, because... Because we don't know what it is. Anyway. Yeah. I digress. So, dream, play music, don't have to do anything else. Just just play. Just just play. You know, it's... You want to be the Bob Dylan of the bass, huh? I'd be more like... John Deacon of the bass is actually a bass player. <laughs> John Deacon of the bass. John Deacon of the bass. John Deacon, Mel Shasher, D. Murray with Elton John Band. Okay. Three excellent, great bass players. So, Dream plays really good into the next one. What do you do to keep yourself busy? What's your hobby? <laughs> yeah, we're that sitting This is starting it. to become redundant, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, but it gives gives me in turn more time on the recording because you can just keep talking about it yeah well okay then there we go again i've i sit in this room and you have to get a picture of the room and put it on facebook we'll do that um so people can have a reference (laughs) but then here i am telling you how to do your job shut up um (laughs) this isn't my job no this is my hobby (laughs) there you go see So after everybody goes to bed, I come in here and I will um, one of two things: either my turntable, CD player, or the laptop goes through the stereo into my bass amp. Put on a pair of headphones. Into these headphones, I said. Into those headphones right there, <laughs> which double as my Xbox headphones. Yes. Um, and I'll come in here at nine thirty at night, and I'll look at the clock and go. Holy cow, it's 4 a.m. I gotta go to bed. And Sounds I will listen to Lord knows how much music it did. And not just listen to it, but try to actually learn new bass lines. I right. put on Facebook one time I said, I don't know what I'm practicing for, but I'm gonna be ready. Except for jazz and swing. <laughs> which is great music, but I just couldn't get it, man. I just gotta lose my place and that was done. That was it. Um so yeah, that's it. And I'll sit in here on Friday and Saturday nights and and play the jazz for a little bit. Then I'll play the Rick for a little bit. And and this one up here, which my wife bought me, it's a Music Man copy, but it plays just like a Music Man. Neck's a little thicker, a little heavier, but it's a great bass too. Um, that natural. Wood, I think, yeah. look to it. Yeah, yeah, it's maple. It's a maple. Bu- um, maple. Ash body. Excuse ash me. body. Ash. And then the the Rickenbacker is like a nice blue finish on it. What, is, what do you think that is? Maple or ash? Or? Uh, you know, I I should know that, but I don't. I'm sorry. Well, and then the the jazz is a '76 sunburst. Yeah, nice sunburst. I've always liked sunburst. 
Yeah, their needs. Great base. It plays great. That's there's a story behind that base that I won't get into later until later unless you ask me. Well, this is the point where we just get to talk about whatever for a few minutes. So, so I'll tell you about the base. I have a very, very, very dear friend who is a drummer. His brother was a bass player and made an excellent rhythm section of the two bands, three bands they played in together. Um, Kurt, unfortunately, got cancer and passed away at young, mid-40s. Yeah. Early 40s, 42, 43, somewhere right around there. And so Jeff, who has got to be one of my best friends in the world, I was over at his house one day with uh, my sons. And Zach was beating around, I'd say beating around, playing very well on Jeff's drums. He was in the drum line in Chapel Hill for some time. Um, so there's a case sitting on the floor and... and um, I said, hey, is that the guitar that your dad, that Kramer guitar your dad bought for the band? He said, no, open that up. So I opened up that case, and then there was this 1976 Fender Jazz. Um, I said, ooh, yeah, that's Kurt's bass, isn't it? He said, yeah. He said, what do you think about that bass? I said, shit, that's a damn good bass right there. I said, you know, that's, a... he said, really? I said, yeah. I said, I've always been a, a Rickenbacker guy because I'd had to rick for several years before that and uh, he said so how does that compare to that old Rickenbacker well the next different you know but there's really no comparison it's a great bass you can't really get a better bass than that right there and uh, he said well I want you to have it and I was like what that's a heck of a deal it's a heck of a deal <laughs> it's 1976 Fender Jazz and Kurt bought it Brand new in 1976. One owner. One owner. That's two owners. Owner, it's now. a two owner base now. <laughs> and I said, man, I can't take that base. That's Kurt's, man. You need to keep that. That was your brother's. You know, something to keep of your brother's. He said, dude, I'm a drummer. I'm not going to play that bass. I'll sit there and play <laughs> dust. And, I was sitting there thinking, what's a, what's a drummer do with a bass? Yeah, well, the strings are going to rot off, you know. And I, I said, nah, I can't take that bass. He said, look, you got to do one or two things. You take that bass or don't ever come back to my house again. So, a deal that I really couldn't pass up. I got a 1976 Fender Jazz, which is an excellent playing bass. Kurt did some modifications to it. He changed the bridge on it, and he changed the pickups. He took the Jazz pickups out and put some EMG Active pickups, which are battery-powered, so they're a little hotter. Typically 9 volts, I think. And uh, so, yeah. So, a buddy of mine got me on Facebook one night and said, Hey... We're going to be up at Cats. Remember Cats on 64? They, they shut it down. That was that gambling house, and they closed it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Cats was a... The only reason Cats was a bar is they had beer and a cooler <laughs> that you could buy. So he said, come up and sit in. Air and quotes on bottle service. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he... And Jeff had always said, man, that's a... Great bass live, and I'd seen Kurt play it a hundred times. And uh, that's a great bass live. And I hooked up to this guy's big old old PV amp and tweaked a little bit to the tones that I liked. And uh, man, it thundered. It's just a, it's 
an excellent bass, and, and I'm honored that Jeff thought enough of me to give me his bread. of fact, the strap on it's Kurt's strap. I adjusted it. Kurt was about seven and a half feet tall, so that strap you know, was hanging down to my knees. Not quite that tall, but Kurt was taller than me. And uh, played it one day. It broke a string. Boink. So I decided, well, you know what? I better change the strings. <laughs> I'd had it for like four years. When I changed the strings, there's no telling how long the strings have been on it. Who knows? I finally just decided to give away. Uh, so. For my brief stint in playing bass, I was always way down here. Yeah, the low Way low, thing. yeah. Because he was yeah. way down low, and then occasionally you could just start slapping. and then, <laughs> Yeah, it was just it would just come more comfortable for me. Yeah. I was about waist high, just enough for my belt buckle to chew up the back of it. Yeah, which I always wear my t-shirt out when I play. So my... I, I usually don't wear giant belt buckles because my my big gut hangs over it and it hurts. That's why I'm, <laughs> that's why I'm like Wally Beaver's brother and I always have my belts off to the side. I'm off to the side. Yeah, he always did, and I was like, hey, yeah, somebody else told me about that. Gonna do that. That's a good idea. Uh, yeah, because it doesn't cut into your gut. It was stylish for Wally. Well, yeah. I, well, I drink too much beer, so. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have to start doing that, too. I've never seen Wally drink a beer, but you never know. Oh, he was a wild guy. I never out with Eddie. So. Eddie Haskell, yeah. yeah lumpy. <laughs> lumpy. What's Lumpy's real name? I don't remember that. Uh, oh, man, I just about had it. How much I was a kid, man. <laughs> so... Here's a story for you. Back in the the giant satellite dish days, the big C band ones, mm-hmm. where you had to type in the thing, type in the bird you wanted to go to, as they called it. And it took like two minutes to get from one side of space right. to the other. Well, one time our satellite went out, and it went out on was it some Satcom four, Satcom F four or something like that. I don't remember exactly which satellite it was on, but it had four channels on this one satellite. It had Nickelodeon, um, TV Land, which back then, which still is a spinoff of Nickelodeon that played all those old shows right on a loop constantly forever. Um, I'll say there was like was it um t t no not tbs was it tbs yeah tbs and something else <laughs> so my dad he's born in 50 so he grew up with all these shows so needless to say i can only watch tv when he went to bed <laughs> <laughs> so i know i've seen every episode of leave it to beaver yeah um, Gunsmoke, I Love Lucy, Petticoat Junction, uh, everything. Yeah. I hated Petticoat Junction. That and I, Green Acres. You know, Green Acres, not so bad. But all the rest, Leave it to Beaver. Can't stand Leave it to Beaver anymore. I've seen so many episodes. I've probably seen them all that TV Land had at the time. Who was Beaver's best friend? Um, God. I can picture him. I see his goofy little face. Yeah, yeah. Larry Mondello. 
Yeah, Larry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Something was always happening to Larry. Yeah, Larry was not. None of them were that bright. Oh, Larry was bright. I just don't think he was very aware. <laughs> so, like, leave it to Beaver and um, Gunsmoke. I've seen those shows. Oh, and Bonanza. I like Bonanza. Bonanza's okay, but just Gunsmoke. There's what else? Oh. I forgot. The mother of all shows that I've seen every episode of and can probably go into detail that no one cares about is the Andy Griffith show. I loved Andy Griffith. I didn't see them all. I wasn't that diehard. I have seen them all. I'm not diehard. It's just I was just forced to watch all of this because Satellite got stuck there for like, oh, I don't know, six months? <laughs> TV Land. Yeah. Yeah, TV Land. Nickelodeon, TBS, and whatever else, but it doesn't matter. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I can know all about Barney and Thelma Lou and and Juanita on the phone that he's talking to on the sly, and yeah, I know about all of this. Barney's a player. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so so yeah, uh, I know old TV shows, unfortunately. Yeah, Barney. Uh, that was a good show. Andy Griffith. Was a good Andy one. Griffith is okay. Now, because I haven't seen an episode in too many years. <laughs> yeah. More than you want to count. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Know all about old TV shows. That's really good. It is really I'm good. I'm surprised because I was really expecting a just real heavy sweet. It's not. Mm-mm. It's the. We're talking about a beer, by the way. It's blueberry cream. I don't remember. Who makes it? Uh, I just picked it up. Is it Fedonia? Yeah, and it's a little wheat. I want to say maybe a little wheat, sharp. It's sharp. not sweet like blueberry it's cream would imply. But something for cream ale, like yeah, yeah. You know. And maybe it's got a hint of something sour. I don't know what, but it's it's good. The blueberries weren't quite ripe. <laughs> maybe this is a early batch. Good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Okay, so mine's done. Yours is done. So let's get the last two things out of the way. Okay. So, what is your best piece of advice you would give somebody, anybody? Don't take anything too serious. I mean, just... You know, take this. You, know, you put that. Just yeah. Just don't. Yeah. Just don't take things so serious. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world right now that <laughs> people can absolutely lose their minds over. Yeah, they can. And but you know, it really doesn't. You know, then I'm probably one of the world's worst sharing stuff on you know on Facebook political stuff with the things that have gone on in the past. Several months, anyway. Um, but, you know, when it comes down to it, it's really got no control over it. Yeah. You know, God's in control of all that. And so we just, you know, put your faith in that and say, 
Here you go. I'd, you know, me <laughs> passing along some stupid meme with Bernie and his mittens and oh going to change the world. No, those things are everywhere. great. They're, they're great, great, but they're everywhere. <laughs> really creative um, with them. There's the Tyler... Oh, what am I thinking? Uh, Rose... Rose City Draft? No, not Rose City Draft House. What's the other place? Truvine. Truvine has that one where they're outside and there's, there's two guys I don't know who they are. One of them's looking back and then there's Bernie Sanders sitting there next to a fire ring. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, we've gotten local. We've gone local with That's Bernie. actually a friend of mine's band. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's in that video. That's in that meme. They're they're playing there. Not tomorrow. One of the two? But um, Kid Icarus Project. Okay. And so... Uh, Stacy Shu, who's the bass player, love you, Stace. Um, he they posted something. Yeah, they had a picture of them on stage playing and Bernie off in the corner. Somebody is that Bernie playing the Cajun? <laughs> yeah, but I don't think he's going to be here tomorrow night. So. <laughs> okay, so you kind of did it already. It's plug something or not. So you did plug a band. I did plug a band. A friend of mine's band. <laughs> Anything else you got to plug? You don't have an Instagram or a no, I don't. Or I anything don't. that you want likes or follows on, so nah. There you go. You plugged a band. Don't do Twitter. Don't do Instagram. I don't even know if that stuff is. I barely do Facebook. Well, I'll do Facebook. I finally got that figured out. Everybody, everybody does Facebook. Yeah, but now I uh, I may be back at a later date with some plugs. Go see local bands. That's all I can say. I mean, because <laughs> people pay a hundred bucks to sit. 300 yards away from somebody scratching on a, on a record but won't pay 10 bucks to go see some guys who are actually trying to make a living or do right. something with their music. Uh, I am one of those people that will pay a couple hundred dollars to go see a band that's from South Africa yeah. that I still haven't got to see yet. Thank you, COVID. Yeah. In Austin. It was completely shut down. Except for the homeless people who aren't around. The homeless people are never shut down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, local bands. Go see local bands. Go see your local small bands. Right. Awesome. Cool. We did good. That's fun. I don't know how much time we've got. Uh, we did 38 minutes, which was really close to our last time. Bye. Bye.